2: so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Oh my gosh. And if you have not checked it out yet, be sure to check out my weekly TV series. It's been so much fun to kind of take the show a little bit further during the week at some point. Uh, I don't have a set day that the video goes up, but just somewhere along the way I add to the show uh, from the previous week. And it's just, it's been so much fun. And I've also been able to do it in some really amazing locations. Uh, So, you know, the snowy deck at our acreage or in my office, or probably two of the ones that weren't as exciting for me. Um, of course, lots of them in Australia, cause we were there for when I first started this and, uh, this week we are off to Paris. So I'm wondering what it would be like to get one with the Eiffel Tower in the background. How cool would that be? So, uh, you can find the link it's pinned. If you go to the YouTube or not YouTube, but actually you can go to YouTube and search living in the magic of possibilities. That's one way. uh, And it's pinned at the top of the Living in the Magic of Possibilities Facebook page. So check that out. I also have a fairly new group on Facebook. It's, cl- it's a closed group. It's called Awesomepreneurs. And if you are in business or would like to be, it's a really active group. We have a lot of fun. Each weekday, we've got a theme. So you can either message me to get the link to connect or just you might even be able to search it and it might come up. But it's been a lot of fun. I just wanted you guys to know about those options. So let's talk about today's show. Who does it belonged to, <laughs> and it is one of the tools that we talk about so much in Access Consciousness, which is accessconsciousness.com, which most of this sh- most of these shows are based on the tools of them and how I use them. And I was talking; I think it was actually in the Awesome Awesomepreneur group that I was talking to somebody about basically you know who does it belong to and I realized I don't actually have a show or at least I couldn't find one in the archives that was specifically about who does it belong to. I know I talk about it a lot on each show but specifically about who does it belong to so I thought it was time to get that because man it is something that is so so huge in people's worlds that isn't actually true and this is this is what's been such a gift for me um and and it's about a year ago actually a little over a year ago i went to the access consciousness seven day in india and every person and if you haven't been to one of the classes in access consciousness it's based on the questions you ask so basically you know people take turns going up to the microphone asking questions And for the first, I'm not sure, two or three days, people would walk up to the microphone, they would ask Gary, the founder of Access, a question, and his constant response, not response, question back to them was, is that yours? (laughs) Is that yours? Is that yours? And not one of them could say yes. Every person had the awareness when they asked him the question that it wasn't their crazy. And I got this tool on a level I'd never ever been willing to get before, like truly, truly got it. And so I started saying, and you guys have probably heard me if you've heard my show before, you've seen my webinars or stuff, if it's not infinite joy, infinite happiness, infinite wealth, infinite space, infinite possibilities, infinite uh, vibrant health, infinite orgasmic energy, it's not yours. And I know that that is difficult to get your head around, but I promise you by the end of the show, there will be some sort of click for you, maybe a billion aha moments, um, but something that will help you even to be 1% more aware that the crazy that you play with in your head and probably even talk about isn't yours. We are infinite beings, which means we have infinite awareness. Now, none of us, well, I shouldn't say none of us, I would say probably most of us have not been given that information as children. So we just kind of grew up with the people around us with the same points of view that we're us and what goes on in our head and in our body and our bank accounts in our world is ours and we're wrong and we're bad, basically. Uh, and it's actually such a lie because even if you perceive that energy while I'm talking about it, there's a denseness to it. There's a heaviness to it. So we know that heavy and dense means it's a lie, means it's not true. So be aware of that too. When you're looking at this stuff or when I'm talking and you're listening to things, be aware if something isn't true for you, it's going to feel a little bit different when I say it. Pay attention to that. You have your own awareness. This show isn't about you adhering to everything I say. It's just about inviting you into another possibility to utilize your awareness, to know what is true for you and what works for you. So what we do with, with our infinite awareness when it's not acknowledged is we basically have to use it against us. And I, I mean, I say have to, that, that doesn't quite sound right. We, we end up using it against us is what occurs. And that really is anything that you're not acknowledging in your life. Any capacity you have, you're using, you, you're, you're going to use it against you because it's part of acknowledging it and having the awareness that you've got it. Um, And if you don't, then you're basically just kicking your own ass (laughs) with, you know, studded shoes or something not fun. (laughs) And so, you know, that's where a lot of times in classes or in sessions, I'll say to people like, you know, maybe they're talking about how many money problems they have, all the money drama that they've got in their life. And I'll just say, so truth, do you have a capacity with money And it always reads as a yes for them, because what they've done is they haven't acknowledged the capacity, so basically they have to bastardize it. They have to make it less than what is actually true for them. It's the same with awareness. If you haven't acknowledged your infinite awareness, you have to bastardize it, which means if you are... um, around people and it could be anywhere in the world I don't mean you have to physically be around them but you're around people all the time you're energetically connected whether the person is in your country or in your house or not it doesn't matter you're energetically connected and then what occurs is that you start picking up that information and you read it as yours so your body let's say will show you that somebody in the world has knee pain and you'll go into ooh, my knee hurts which then is a bit frustrating in a sense because then your body locks it in because you just told your body what to do with it. And let's just start and create everywhere. I just said it's frustrating, right? Wrong, good, bad, online, putt, fuck shorts, boys, and because your body is just doing what you've asked it to do. It's not that your body is working against you or trying to hurt you. You just locked it in by not acknowledging it's an awareness. And that works for everything. It's not just body pain. It can be money stuff. You know, if you've got money stuff going on look at it is it similar to the the money stuff your parents chose you know who does that belong to whose is that and a lot of times just acknowledging that it's not yours is enough and then you can do what we you know the destroy and uncreate and return to sender with consciousness now what that means is that it's energetically going to back to the very first person that it started with which is not this lifetime. <laughs> so even though you're aware that it's your it's the same crazy that your mom chose with money, you're not sending it back to her, so to speak. A lot of people get really caught up in there. It's like, oh, I don't want to do that to my mom. That would be so, you know, that would be so mean to send this back to my mom. Well ultimately what you're doing is you're energetically sending it back through every person who bought it as theirs and with the energy. So that's why we say return to sender with consciousness, with the energy to change it if they wish. Now, they're not going to cognitively receive it, be like, oh, wow, I just got some energy back and I can change this crazy. I mean, how cool would that be? And so far, this reality isn't willing to be that aware. So it's just an energy thing. Now, they may not choose to change it. And that's cool. That's none of your business. (laughs) Uh, And it goes back to the very first person that it originated, which means not somebody in this lifetime. Believe me, crazy has been going on forever and ever and ever. So it goes back to that person and through everybody that bought it as theirs. And so a lot of times that's enough, you know, just being like, okay, well, maybe you're worried about money and you're stressing about money. And then you go, wait a minute, who does that belong to? There'll be a lightness with that. When you ask that question, what you're looking for is the lightness because that acknowledges it's not yours. Like who does it belong to? Oh, it's not mine. If there's a heaviness, you've probably bought it as yours. And all you need to say is, I destroy and create everywhere I've bought. This is mine. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys and beyond. And that's the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement, which you can find out more information at theclearingstatement.com. And so what you're doing then is you're allowing yourself to be the infinite awareness you truly be. You're not pretending that crazy doesn't exist on this planet because I don't know if you've noticed, but pretending it doesn't exist doesn't make it go away. What you're starting to do is acknowledge it. And you're going to take it a bit a step further. You're not going to have a point of view about it. So if you start, you know, stressing about money, and then you, oh wait, wait, I remember Glenny's talking about this, and you go, okay, who does it belong to, and it gets light, and okay, return to sender with consciousness, and right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, Padpak, shorts, boys and beyonds, and then carry on with your day. <laughs> Don't go into, oh my gosh. There's people in the world that feel that way about money. Oh, they shouldn't. Or, oh, those bastards sending me that, that energy. Oh, they should be shot. Or You know, like both of those energies. Whether you're aligning and agreeing with it or resisting and reacting with it, you're creating more of it. So you'd want to make sure that you don't have a point of view about it. And of course, my favorite tool, if I would like to change my point of view, is interesting point of view. I have that point of view. So if you find yourself going into either anger or frustration or annoyance that you picked up on the energy in the first place or uh, pity or whatever, anything other than just interesting point of view, just run that over and over. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. (sighs) Interesting point of view, I have the point of view that there shouldn't be money crazy in the world. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. And you just run that over and over until there's no point of view. And I was facilitating a class recently, and I like to start the classes similar to Dane, uh, the co-founder of Access, starts his classes and his sessions, and asking if you could have anything out of this, what would it be? And her request or her ask was to stop judging. And what I talked with her about is that we'll never stop being aware of it. So if you, you know, if you'd like to have, you know, to live (laughs) judgment-free, that's great. Please keep taking every step you can towards that. I'm not saying not to choose that as a target. What what we really want to do, what we're really asking with that is you want to be aware of everything that isn't yours and judgment is not yours. Judgment is a lie. Judgment isn't real. Would an infinite being ever choose judgment or even have the capacity to judge? No. So it's not that we will stop judging. What we want to be is aware in the moment that we judge that it's not ours. That's really the ticket. From my interesting point of view, my experience is that's the the ticket right there. And The greatest tool that I've found personally is I ask my body to let me know. Body, please be really loud with me when I'm judging. When I'm not acknowledging some awareness isn't mine. When I'm not acknowledging an awareness, you know, something like whatever it is you wanna ask your body, ask it to be really loud. Because then you, you know, let's say you're watching TV and all of a sudden you start worrying about money, then the minute the worry about money comes in is the minute that you'll be aware that it's not yours. Cause often and, and probably and like I say, it was a year ago that I finally got the, who does it belong to tool to a whole new level. And I've been using these tools at that point, four years prior, (laughs) you know, that's a, that's a long time in, in the world of these of consciousness. Um, But it took that long to really kind of get that uh, awareness and also to be willing to to not have a point of view of the crazy in the world, because that's the other aspect of this is we as infinite beings are infinite kindness and infinite caring. And it isn't comfortable for us to acknowledge the crazy that the people in the world choose because we know there's so much more possible. And when we know that there's so much more possible and people aren't choosing it, it's really uncomfortable for us. And, and so that was, I'm very aware a big part of it for me, because in order to acknowledge it's not mine, then I have to be okay that the, that there's people in the world that are choosing it. And that was a lot of interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Uh, And we're not ever going to change that we're infinite kindness and infinite caring. So again, we have to look at that. And what I usually say to people is, are you willing to be that infinite kindness and infinite caring to you? Because it's one thing to, to be it for other people, but often we're doing it against us you know, so we'll care so much about them that we'll take on their crazy about money, but how, how kind and caring is that to us? So it's the willingness to add us to the mix uh, because you'll never change how much you care for and how infinitely kind you be. And I know, I know so many of you would like to change that. And I know so many of you pretend that you're not the infinite kindness and infinite caring you truly be. Uh, and na-na-na-na-na-na, I can see you. (laughs) So it really isn't something you can change. It's the same as infinite awareness. You can't change that. Uh, You can bastardize the fuck out of it, (laughs) which is probably what we've been doing for a very long time. And I wonder what it would be like if we stopped. I wonder what it would be like. I wonder what the earth would be like if we really started to acknowledge what wasn't ours and returned it to sender with consciousness. Yeah, so anything that doesn't allow that, we just run and create all times a goddillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. All right, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back.
3: Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an Infinite Possibility Session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net
4: Did you know that Glynise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does!
1: You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host Glennis Hughes. To find out more about Glennis and our program, please visit www.glennis.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net.
2: Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back everybody. So we are talking about who does it belong to? <laughs> one of the tools, one of the actually I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can put it into a context, but one of the tools that can change everything, and a lot of the tools can change everything, and this one can really change everything. And what I've always been so, so grateful for with Access is that they don't wait until years of study and training with them to give you the potent tools. (laughs) In fact, they give it to you right at day one, like bars. A lot of people don't actually recognize or choose to recognize how much bars, like getting your bars ran on a regular basis can change everything. (laughs) And that's day one. Like literally that's day one. If you're doing classes, of course, if you're listening to radio shows and all that, it's not required, but but I do strongly suggest it. Uh, And so that's day one. And then in that day, you actually get to hear about who does it belong to. So you actually get, you know, these two phenomenal tools that can literally change everything. So there's no holding back in access, and it's one of the billions of things that I'm grateful for because you get the information right off the bat. Now, what I see occur with a lot of people is that they go to, well that was that was the first day that's so irrelevant that's that's not necessary there's no value in that i need to wait until i'm more advanced or i need to keep going to more and more classes to get the better tools i promise you guys like <laughs> yes keep does you know if, if you desire to go to more classes please keep doing that they're awesome and you've got right at Bar's day two of the most potent tools that can change everything so be aware of that and and utilize it as as much as you can. All right, so I wanted to just kind of talk about some ways that we can pick up things and in a sense kind of maybe make sense of some of it because I know it can be confusing and it's a a very dear friend of mine and I'll have to message her and let her know that I'm talking about her again. Uh, But she had taken a class with me recently and, and she messaged and she just said, you know, all of this stuff is going on and i'm i'm feeling you know annoyed with this person and i'm frustrated with this and you know had all of this stuff going on in my <laughs> my response back to her which is my pretty common response back to most people that are asking questions like this not just everyday people but that are truly asking questions is is that yours and of course it was a no <laughs> and then she was you know she she likes to be in her head a little bit sometimes and she knows I love her and adore her for it uh and so she's like well then you know who who is annoyed with this person like (laughs) come on (laughs) and I'm like well how many people in the world are annoyed with people like it doesn't have to be an exact match and that's where people kind of go into okay well if I've got you know, I'm annoyed with my uh, stepfather, then, you know, somebody must be annoyed with him that I'm picking that up. No, <laughs> how many people are annoyed with other people? And then the other question I asked her is, how much is that person for her annoyed with themself? And that actually had a bit more of a read even than other people. Um, and it's not about being right or wrong, but look at that from what I was talking about previously, she is the embodiment of infinite kindness and caring, and we all are, and she is. Like, if you ever, ever get to spend time with her, you know it. Like, she she bees it. Like, not many people that I get to play with in the world bees it. She bees it. So she would not ever, ever want to acknowledge that this person that she cares so much about would be annoyed with themselves. She would rather take that information, bastardize it and make herself wrong for it than to say, oh, wow, isn't it interesting that they are choosing to be annoyed with them? Oh, cool. Okay. Awesome. Go about my day. No, she goes, ah, no, that hurts. I, that is, no, I'm not going to look at that. And You know, I say that like that, I don't mean she's cognitively doing that in her head, but energetically, this is what we do from that space of infinite kindness and infinite caring. Even if you think you're not it, (laughs) I promise you, you're infinite kindness and infinite caring. Um, And I will kick it into your ass until you start to acknowledge it, because it's another thing that you will use against you if you're not willing to acknowledge it. And with her, it's just really easy for, for, you know, for me to perceive that from her and for everybody to perceive it from her. And for some of the rest of us, we might've had barriers up in the past to being it, or we might've, you know, in our attempt to not be so infinitely aware and uncomfortable, we start building up walls and building up layers so that we don't, um, appear as infinite kindness and infinite caring and we still be it so <laughs> so anywhere that you bought that you're not infinite kindness or infinite caring and anywhere that people have projected that onto you so then you bought it as real and true who will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness right wrong good battle nine pop, pop, shorts boys and beyonds because again how many people in the world are sitting around thinking that they're not kind and they're not caring so how aware are we how much then do we pick up on that so that's kind of one example of what it can what it can uh, look like and i had a an experience oh gosh i would say probably 2 years ago i don't even remember how long ago it was and Uh, Hubby and I and um, Dee, who was my assistant for for a year or so, uh, we were in Ireland together and we went to just this really beautiful little beach and we just went to look at it and of course, you know, if there's an ocean, I'm there and we were just hanging out and there was a dog and he didn't seem to have an owner or, you know, there wasn't one around and he brought Hubby a ball. And so him and hubby were playing with this ball and they were having so much fun. And then I had the awareness, even though I, you know, on, on some level I had it. I wouldn't say that I was like totally like you're going to throw it too far for the dog cognitive. But I had the awareness and, and so he threw it out and it was a little bit too far and it came in and the dog was able to get it. And I just said, maybe don't throw it in the water and, you know, superior bitch that I be, and what does a humanoid man or woman do when you tell them not to do something? Yes, he threw it out again, and this time he threw it out way too far, and so there's maybe 10 people on the beach, and everybody's, you know, kind of wondering and hoping the dog doesn't go for it, because it probably wouldn't turn out well, and hubby, you know, was sure he would go for it. And anyway, didn't go. And the dog was so sad or, you know, appeared to be so sad. I mean, how much of that was we projecting onto the poor dog? And uh, anyway, I was pissed. Like, oh my God, I was so mad at hubby. I am so grateful that Dee was with me uh, because I honestly would not have been kind to him had she not. And I I wasn't kind in any way, uh, but I would have been a lot more unkind had she not been with us. And oh my God. And it was so uncomfortable. Like it was really interesting how I used to actually spend a lot of my time in that kind of angry, pissy, unkind energy, believe it or not, years ago. And uh, you know, and it was so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable, but I was so pissed. I was so pissed. And we maybe were driving for like three minutes or something. Cause of course, right. As soon as it happened and the, you know, it was very evident, the ball was not coming in and the dog was not getting it hubby's like, okay, let's go. And I could tell like he was, you know, he was embarrassed and he was, you know, felt really bad. And anyway, so we're in the car and we probably drove for four or five minutes. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't mine. I don't have a point of view about that. I know the dog is not a victim. The dog created that with, you know, with him. Like it was so evident to me. And then what I was also able to receive in that moment was that it wasn't my anger at hubby, was hubby's anger at hubby. That's what I was aware of. And how many times over the years that I had picked up on his anger at him and then acted it out and, you know, bought the lie that it was mine, which then would have been like a really sticky, uncomfortable energy because it wasn't mine and it wasn't true. And all I was doing with kind of delivering it back at him was validating his reality of how wrong he was. And, you know, not wrong that we chose it all those times we chose it. It's just a really interesting choice, especially with, you know, with seeing that example at the beach and, you know, how much of a gift that dog was to to gift it to me in that way. Because it was so extreme that I'm not sure I would have really ever got it um, without that example and without an animal involved. Because, you know, you probably know me by now. Um, animals are very near and dear to me. And and same with, with Hubby. You know, if he'd have done that to a person, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But to a dog, you know, and just that crazy and all of that. And so, you know, it's really looking at those places where you really, maybe really buy into something as true and real. For you, but is it? Like, who does it belong to? And that heaviness is such huge information, you know, that heaviness that I was really perceiving when I was so upset, that was information, it wasn't mine. Like, heaviness means it's a lie, means it's not true for you. So, that heaviness, and often what we do, you know, let's say you're, <clears throat> let's say you made a choice that didn't create more in, in a relationship. So a lot of times when we're thinking about that, let's say you cheated on somebody, okay? So you went and slept with somebody else, you know, outside of your your relationship. So then every time you think about that and you think about how wrong you were and how horrible you were, and it gets heavier and heavier, we usually equate that to how wrong and bad and stupid we were. But really that heaviness means it's a lie. Everything that brings up, well, you just start and create it all. Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine papak pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because judgment is a lie. Now, does it mean that it created more? Or it, I mean, it's not even relevant. But it's that constant judgment of you about it that needs to stop. It doesn't mean you go and, oh, every choice I've ever made is the perfect choice. That's not what I'm saying. You know, there's times that we make choices that create more and there's times we make choices that create less. And what I always look for in in choosing more consciousness is first off asking before I even make the choice, (laughs) choose the choice, is what will this create on the planet? You know, will this create more? And let's say I override that or I, you know, don't choose to be aware of that and I do make a choice that doesn't create more, then judging me for that is only going to exponentialize that energy. And it's only going to add more of the crazy that is already on this planet. And by God, this planet has enough. (laughs) Those of us that are willing to choose consciousness, it is our job That's an interesting point of view, but that's the energy for me. It is our job to be the ones that are willing to stop the crazy. And stopping the crazy starts with us. Because if we're in judgment of us, it's not going to change anything. And if you're in judgment of you, who does it belong to? Would an infinite being ever judge themselves? No, they would go, hey, that choice didn't create more. What choice can I make now? But they don't play with it, they don't sit in the shit, they don't try to dig the corn out of the shit, and they just go, wow, interesting choice, now what can I choose? So everywhere you wouldn't allow it to be that simple, will you destroy and uncreated all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds, and everywhere that you would act out what other people are projecting onto you that you should do, or should feel, or should be guilty about or whatever it might be. Will you destroy and create all that? Return to center with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then you just want to be aware of what's required to change it. So if you did have sex with somebody else and it was, you know, your partner knows about it, then what's required to change it? And maybe you don't even require to change it. Maybe that you want to even first look at what what got you to choose that in the first place. And I don't mean having sex outside of your relationship is is bad or wrong. I don't mean that at all. It's just, in my interesting point of view, if the person ends up then with their the partner finding out, they likely did it from an energy of resentment, or I'm going to get you back, or you're going to pay for something you did. You know, because when people are really choosing it from the kindness and the nurturing for them and their bodies, the other person never, ever knows about it because it's not done with that energy. But if you do it from the energy of you're going to pay now, <laughs> which is where most cheating, that's the energy of it, um, is done from, then there's, there's information to me. There's information in that for, for the person. You know, you might want to look at, hey, does this relationship even work for me? Or am I looking for a quick out? Because <laughs> it's a, usually a really quick out. <laughs> it's also a ridiculously dramatic and traumatic way out. However, it is a way out. So, you know, that would be the first thing I would suggest that you look at, um, is that do you even desire to be in the relationship? And then if you do, you know, you get a, that it's light, then, then what does that other person require? And it might be tears and it might be apology and it might be, um, where you appear to be you know, guilty as charged or all of that, but you're not doing it from the wrongness of you. You're doing it from basically the manipulation of, okay, what do they require for this to change? And then just the awareness of what they require. So I'm not sure who's listening that has cheated on somebody recently that this is coming out of my mouth. It's not something I normally talk about, but there you go. Um, and for any of you that this brings up a lot of charge on, like, how dare I talk about it like that? I'm just trying to uncreate all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. And can you guess the next question I'm going to ask you? Yeah. Who does that belong to? <laughs> how many people in the world have really strong points of view about, uh, you know, sleeping around with people outside of your, your relationship? everything that brings up we destroy and uncreate it right wrong good bad online Puttbox, box shorts boys and beyonds and it doesn't mean you have to choose it please know that i mean i talk very openly about it but i'm also very open to tell you it's not something i would in this 10 seconds choose it's not something that i would ever be comfortable in my head afterwards even if it was going to be from nurturing and from kindness and create more on the planet in that 10 seconds, I know the crazy I'd put myself through for the rest of my life, and that will never create more. So I talk about it, and, and I have no point of view about people who choose it, and I know for me, it's just not something that would create more in the long run. <laughs> All right, we'll go to break, and we'll be right back.
4: Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long-running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beale can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. www.glinice.net
3: Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an Infinite Possibility Session with Glinice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net.
1: You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenys and our program, please visit www.glenys.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to living in the magic of possibilities.
2: Welcome back, everybody. So I'd like to invite you to some awesomeness I've got coming up around the world. How the heck did I get so lucky? First off, the Wealth Workshop Wanderlust Academy. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We opened the doors on Monday and it is so phenomenal. So that is still a possibility and it's an ongoing possibility. However, uh, there is a six-part series that is included in the course that starts on March 22nd. So if you would like to join us um, live for the series, then you will want to get in before before the um, 22nd of March. And if you would prefer just the series, that's an option too. So you can find out um, information about those on my pages, or you can just contact me and I can get you the information really quickly. I've also done um, some free webinars, and they are in the files section of the Awesome Premiere group. So do go in and check those. I've been really, really um, lots of great stuff with them. So, bars class coming up in Regina, oh my gosh, I was actually born in Saskatchewan and grew up in Saskatchewan, not near Regina, however, um, heading back to Saskatchewan. So that's bars class on April 8th, and then my two-day specialty class, how to change anything With ease, so that's April 9th and 10th in Regina, and then off to Montreal. um, Starting uh, April 27th is bars, and then the four-day foundation class. Then off to Edmonton near the international airport, starting May 11th is bars, and then following the foundation class. And Miss Tanya and I are going to co-facilitate the bars class in Edmonton. So uh, if you require another facilitator, a different facilitator to get your bars uh, facilitatorship, (laughs) you can join us there. Then starting May 25th in Lloydminster is bars and then the four-day foundation and then hubby and i are off to europe for a month or so uh june 4th and 5th is in munich germany my specialty class how to change anything with ease then off to bucharest romania on the 16th alina and i are going to co-facilitate bars and then on the 17th is a one-day class five steps to increase your money flows And then June 18th and 19th, how to change anything with ease. And then we've got some other stuff in the works right now. Ireland in October, how cool is that? I'll get you the details as soon as I can. Uh, Then off to London also in October, the 22nd, 23rd, how to change anything with ease. Uh, The weekend after, it's another place in Germany that I don't actually know how to say the name, Uh, but the information will be on my webpage shortly. And it's a brand new class called Beyond awesomeness. It's a two-day class. I'm so excited. Then off to Hollywood, Florida uh, for foundation starting November 18th. And then uh, November 26th and 27th is one of my um, specialty classes, Gifts, Talents, and Capacities with Entities. So got all of that awesomeness going on. And if you want to keep updated, you know, make sure that you're on my mailing list. You can go to glenease.net and uh, there's a form at the bottom where you can, you can get Uh, added to the list and the living in the magic of possibilities actually has its own web page and it's going to be live soon. And we've got a really cool stuff coming up with that. So I'm so excited to get that going. All right. So let's go back to talking about who does it belong to. Now, one of the things that people don't always like to admit, but usually know it's true for them when I talk about it, is a lot of times we play with other people's crazy because it gives us something to do. <laughs> now I know that you probably want to tell me, no, no, Klinice, I've got enough to do. I don't need to play with people's crazy to entertain myself. But I really want you to look at that because a lot of us, even though we might be busy doing stuff, if it's not fulfilling our capacities, like our creating capacities, our, our, our generating capacities, our all of our capacities. I mean, there's so many capacities that we have, so many that I don't even have words for. You know, it's an energy. If we're not utilizing them to the fullest, we will be bored. So you might have 2,500 things on your to-do list, but if they're not utilizing your capacities to the fullest, you will find a way to create crap so that you have something to play with so that you're not bored. And I know some of you can hear what I'm saying right now. <clears throat> and what you want to do is look at, okay, so what can I add to my life today? What can I add to my life today? What can I add to my life today? Even when you're feeling what we might call overwhelmed from this reality. I mean, really, would an infinite being ever be overwhelmed? No, it's a bunch of lies we've bought. We've bought that, oh, I can't do it all. There's not enough time in the world. Um, I'm too busy. Uh, I can't handle everything. You know, all of those, they're just lies that we've bought. And when we buy those lies, then we have to then buy the, the, the lie of overwhelm instead of just being like, hey, okay, so what can I add to my life to change this right away? And the more that we add, the more we'll get done. Have you noticed if you've got one thing to do in six hours, you're usually finishing it at five hours and 55 minutes. And if you've got 20 things to do in an hour, you get them done in 10 minutes. That's how different we are, you guys. And again, if we don't acknowledge how different we are, then we have to bastardize it and we have to judge it. And we'll judge ourselves for it. So everywhere you haven't been willing to acknowledge the capacities that you be, and utilize them to create more in the world. Will you destroy and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, potpock pock shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then really looking at the crazy that you're playing with and be willing to ask, am I just distracting myself with this? Am I giving myself something to, to play with because I'm bored? Because that's a lot of times what it is. And it's so freeing. If you're willing to be honest with you and go, you know what, that doesn't work for me. And that's where a lot of people will say to me like, oh my gosh, I don't know how you do it all. Oh, you're, you know, you're you're flying everywhere and you've got all these classes and you're, you know, one gal at the recent class was shocked that I was doing sessions before I started the class. <laughs> like, and what else would I do? <laughs> I don't do it from the workplace. I don't do it from anything than, Will this create more on the planet? And I don't mean will it create more because I need to do it for the planet? Believe me, that's not the energy, but it's like, will it create more? And if it will, then people have that option. And I will be asking in advance. So there's you know, I'll look at my my March calendar and be like, okay, so I'm in, you know, these countries and which day, if any, would business would you like to have sessions? Would you like to offer sessions? And if I get a hit, then I'll put it on there and, and and ask, you know, truth, what will the planet be like in five years if I offer these sessions? Truth, what will the planet be like in five years if I don't offer these sessions? And it just creates such a different energy because I'm not doing it from this reality's idea of, okay, well, I'm teaching a class, so I need to make sure I'm well-rested and I can't work outside of the class and I, you know, all of kind of that form and structure that we often operate from and I certainly did with business. And now it's totally different. And I also don't see what I do as work. I mean, I love it. It's like five in the morning right now on Sunday morning and I am recording my radio show and I'm grateful that I get to do it. I'm so, I get energized by it instead of it being like, oh my God, it's one more thing I have to do. It's like, no, I get to do my radio show and I chose it and I'm so grateful So it can also be looking at it from what are the points of view do you have that would stop you from having, you know, five or 10 things on the go at once or maybe more. (laughs) I know for myself, I'm about at 50. Like if I don't have 50 things on the go, I'm going to create crap. And I have seen it so many times in my life. Once I started being aware of it, once I started, you know, studying access and got that it was actually okay to have so many things on the go, to not have form and structure in my business, to Follow the energy as opposed to say, no, this is the way it has to be. And if I'm traveling a day, then I have to take two days off after, and it has to look like this. It's like, no, business, what would you like? Body, what would you like? Universe, what would you like? What would be fun? And as long as it works for me, I am happy to create that. I don't mean I override me. And again, I'm not doing it for anybody except me. Because the minute we do anything for anybody except us, <laughs> You're setting yourself up for resentment. You're setting yourself up to be disappointed. You're setting yourself up to feel exhausted because then you're not going to receive from what you're contributing. There won't be a gifting and receiving energy. It's going to be a push and I have to do this for you and I have no choice in the matter and all of the crazy that we tell ourselves that we could say, wow, who does that crazy belong to? (laughs) Return to sender with consciousness. So everything that is and everywhere that you've played the martyr, but you just it and create it all. Ooh, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine Podpoc shorts, boys and beyonds and believe me friends, I know that one well, I have played that one oh my gosh, have I played that one um, and it's so fun to, to look at it now and to be aware when I'm looking at setting up sessions I just set up these uh, really cool VIP intensives, I'm so excited, so there's some options in Paris and, and then from Paris we'll go to Florence, so and a couple options in Florence uh, and then you know, I'll keep offering them, uh, wherever around the world that I am. And I mean, they just, they just light me up so much, uh, just to think about doing that. And people would be like, oh my gosh, you are in Paris. You should go see sites. You should go do the tourist thing. And I honestly, who does that belong to? Like, the tourist thing is not my thing. There's certain things. Yes, I will see the Eiffel Tower. Yes, you know, there's some, and hey, I'm going to a Sephora. If you're my friend on Facebook, you saw I posted how um, a map, you can actually, when you walk out of our apartment, if you turn right, you'll be able to go to the Eiffel Tower. If you turn left, you'll go <laughs> to the closest Sephora, which is a makeup store. in case some of you guys don't know. Um, and there will be some other things, of course, that, that I will choose. But to go somewhere and go nonstop to every tourist site to see everything that you're supposed to see when you travel, that is not fun for me and, and never has been. But it took until I was traveling with a good friend of mine in 2004 and we went out to, oh gosh, this is embarrassing, but you guys will all... I'll tell you anyway, and we're standing at the Great Wall of China (laughs) and I'm bored. (laughs) Oh, there's so many people who would smack me for saying that, but it was true. I was bored. And my friend looked at me and she said, you know, I don't think you're much of a sightseer. (laughs) And it was delivered in a way that I could receive it. And I went, you know what? I'm not. You know, and I was actually able to admit that to myself, which started changing everything. Because prior to that, if hubby and I went on a trip, we saw everything. We did everything you're supposed to, in quotations, when you travel. It was not fun for me. So now when I travel and I started like way back then, uh, the next trip we took, I said to hubby, hey, you know what? You want to go see all of those things? Because he does. He loves to go see things. Maybe not so much the touristy things, but he loves to be on the go and checking things out. Just so you know, I will be, and we were going to Mexico, I will be by the pool on the beach. (laughs) You can do what you like to, but just so you know, don't expect me to go with you everywhere you go. Because it had always been that way. So it was kind of like, uh, you know, reorienting what was going to be. And and it was great. I felt so empowered because then I actually started to acknowledge what was true for me, which was not to be going and looking at things that weren't of interest. And now there's things that I'm like, yes, absolutely. And I've noticed lately, a lot of them are more nature oriented. So when we were in Australia, it was like natural waterfalls, the Great Barrier Reef, beaches, oceans, I mean, stuff like that, that really light me up. But to go into a museum, (laughs) not going to happen. (laughs) I shouldn't say not going to happen. It may, and it may happen in in Paris. Who knows? I'll follow the energy. But on on a general, it's like, look at what do you love and how much of what you're doing is a who does it belong to? And I don't, we don't have much time. Gosh, I can talk forever and ever. Uh, But one of the things, and I know I've talked about it on other radio shows, especially the business radio shows, um, is that I really had the awareness in June of last year, 2015, of how much of my business I was actually doing from who does it belong to? Like it wasn't even stuff that lit me up, stuff that I really desired. It was stuff that you're supposed to do when you're in business and uh, supposed to do when you're successful. And that was such an eye-opener for me and I started to shift and change everything. So I encourage you to look at that. And basically it's that energy, look in your life and wherever you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, check in who does it belong to. But everything, you guys, everything, everything, everything that isn't infinite joy, infinite possibilities, infinite space, infinite kindness, infinite caring, infinite magic, infinite orgasmic energy, it's not yours. You are just playing with it and you can choose to stop and you do require to acknowledge it isn't yours to stop it. And it's a simple, wow, who does that belong to? Return to center with consciousness. Wow, who does that belong to? Return to center with consciousness. And, you know, there's other things that you can do. Um, there's different body processes within access that can really contribute. If you find that doesn't work so much, you know, maybe you've, you've tried that tool a few times and it's not shifting it, then get yourself to a foundation class because there's a body process in there that you can really, Um, starts to shift and change the stuff that you've taken on that isn't yours. So, oh my goodness, I hope that I wasn't talking too fast. Maybe, I know some of you guys listen to this on like super speed and maybe if it's too fast, you can listen to it on like slow or something like that. (laughs) All right, so what, what physical actualization of a phenomenal life, living, business, money flows, magic and everything else you truly desire are you now capable of generating creating and actualizing anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic will you destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good bad all nine pot shorts boys and beyonds Have a wonderful week, you guys, and make sure to check out this week's TV show. It'll come on later in the week uh, because it will be from Paris, and I wonder what it would be like to have the Eiffel Tower in the back. (laughs) All right. Talk to you later.